Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Forever. Dog. It's the smoke that popes use to say we got a new pope. Yeah. Love that smoke. Mm-hmm. It's pope smoke. And the pope smoke's dope. Is there somebody at the bottom of that big tube just like huff, like huffing, like taking huge hits off a bong and then just, and then just blowing that smoke up the tube, you think? <laughs> what am I supposed to respond this to is, that, this Tom? Is, this is what? Tom, how do we respond I think we need another two questions. weeks off. I think someone still needs time off <laughs> from the show. I mean, I think, is I this think one it's of those? Be agreed upon time off. We agreed on some <laughs> bread. Bread needs some time off. From double threat. To... How long? We didn't. We didn't discuss that. No, he's gonna figure some things out. been doing a lot of talking now it's time for him to do some listening <laughs> to the pharmacist yes yeah, so the like pharmacist <laughs> is keep taking those your pills, prescription is ready your prescription yeah. is ready yeah. five eh. times a day with yeah. or without food i don't care no that'd be a good weird owl song with or without food <laughs> and it's about how brett should take his pills yeah <laughs> it's about brett's medication Let's get Weird Al on the line. Hey, w- w- I'm sure he loves. To, why can't we commission a whole album that Weird Al does about Brett needing more time off? Yeah, and needing. It's like gotta go back in bed. Specific medication, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Celebrate my prescription got refilled. Like clonopin and lithium. Yeah, like, yeah. we didn't start the fire. I think I'm seeing fires. Oh no, I started them. These are my fires. I started these fires. <laughs> yeah. started my, the brain fires can, he, my brain he, can start fires. He admits it in the yeah. song. Yeah. That he sees the, himself as a fire starter. He's a fire starter. I'm, I'm the fire, fire starter. starter. I'm the Brett fire Boehm starter. fire starter. I'm the fire starter. Brett Boehm fire starter. We don't need Weird Al. We don't need to bother him. No. We could do this ourselves. No. I think we do Strange Tom and Julie. That's our duo. Strange. What if it's. Strange Tom and Odd Julie. Strange Tom and Odd Julie. This is the greatest. Our. <laughs> Our parody song, Corporation. Yeah, it's a corporation. Yeah. Strange Tom and Odd Julie, first thing is a song cycle of Brett Boehm's Mm -hmm. uh, medication and treatment. Mental wellness requirement. Well, I mean, we're mostly just focusing on what's wrong with him. Yeah. Yeah. The meeting where Joe has to tell Brett. I think we're going to need you to take some time away from the office. 
You can work remotely. I, I, she's like, remotely. I think you should go home. He goes, I think you should go home now. Yeah. yeah. There doesn't need, seem to be anything for you to do here. You to do here. You should go home now. now. <laughs> Forever dog will be fine. Just go and come. Put an ice pack on your head. And it's the best. The next song is Ice Pack, baby. Ice Pack, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Stop. They changed the locks at Forever Dog. I can't get in the building anymore. I hope you're rolling on this, first of all. Oh, you better believe oh, it. Yeah. What are you rolling on? Rolling, oh. rolling, rolling. Brett Bohm mm-hmm. is rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Went biscuit. Yeah. 2003. Rolling. Video I knew features. Jimmy. Who's in the video for Roland, Julie? Can you name Ben Stiller? And and I think and is it uh Steven Dorf together? Stiller the, Stiller and Dorf. Yeah, Stiller and Dorf. The two of them are like on golf. Hey, Red Hat, park my car. Mm-hmm. Look, it's Ben Stiller walking down the street with Steven Dorf. Park my car, well, he- Red Hat. He agreed to do it because he thought it was going to be Dorf on golf. He liked it when that guy walked on his knees. Yes. Yeah. When uh, Tim Conway. That's who Dorf was? And this is how I learn? Did you not know that was Dorf? The Tim Conway um, was Dorf? I don't think I, uh, I may have. It was. It may have been one of those things where I, you know, when you learn something that you really don't want to know, so you just don't absorb it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually working on a, uh, do I ever? Yeah. That's why I still don't even know the name of that third forever dog guy. It's Larry. Larry. I'm just like, hey, what's up, dude? No, it's Alex. I know it's Alex. Of course it's Alex. The other one I, I didn't wish, know. I wish they buried the three stooges in the same grave. Just on top of each other. <laughs> and when they dump them in, it went bonk. <laughs> like it made sound. Hey, right, you moron! I'm gonna throw your body in the casket. Boink. Boink. Ooh, that hurt! Hey, right, you can't drop a body on him like that. And it's just three corpses. I think that it should have been three where corpses. Like, but weren't there like seven at one point? <laughs> three corpses. Yeah. Look, I think, I, when it comes to the Stooges, yeah. these are my favorite Stooges. Curly Joe. Oh. Curly Joe. Uh, I like. Curly Curly Sue. Sue. I don't like anyone pre-Shemp. Shemp I barely can tolerate. Someone asked me recently if I had to have sex with one of the three stooges, how would I take my own life? (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what it would come down to. It's just like, what do you do? Pills, window, run into traffic, or ocean. Yeah. Yeah, how do you Is it ocean it? just so I'd feel cleaner? The ocean just takes care of it for you. Suddenly, because it's against, you have no power over it. You decide to go into the ocean, suddenly, oh, the ocean has decided to finish this. Now, you can't be like, hey, I'm not doing that. The ocean is pure. Yeah. Is this a, ch- is this this is a just shirt a reference. in our? Yeah, this is oh. in our uh, TFU store. This it is? is? All, uh, everybody who was ever in the Three Stooges. Can you add an RIP at the top of this shirt, please? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, because here's my here's the thing I realized recently. I would have sex with any Marx brother, mm-hmm. and I would have sex with zero Stooges. Really? 
Yeah, I just find them like so loathsome and abhorrent. And I do wish they were all. And, I, and you know what? Can I say this? Either one big coffin or no coffin. I don't want them go. in separate coffins. I want them in the same hole mm -hmm. in the ground. Okay. I want them <laughs> unceremoniously shoved in the grave. Ship over there. So he's running a tight <laughs> ship. I don't like those stooges. They just, they're. Um, Remind me to never let you run a cemetery. If there, if the three stooges were bulldogs, I would love them because because I told you what the, I saw. I've only seen one three stooges short in my mm. life. Yeah. And all they did was hurt each other and make a mess. It's kind of all. They and do. I and I said, if this were three bulldogs hurting each other, not hurting each other, but if they were like, you know, when when bulldogs like body slam garbage mm -hmm. uh it's containers yeah. it's, it's the funniest and the, the garbage cans like fall out to, I mm -hmm. love that so yeah. if the three stooges were three bulldogs like making a mess mm -hmm. and body slamming things mm -hmm. I'd be in heaven I'd say now that I, I, you know what I'd say I like the three stooges yeah this must be heaven man Julie congratulations you just inherited your great uncle left you a cemetery Mm -hmm. And then so it's just like I've got new, some ideas. The new boss rolls in. People have been working <laughs> at the cemetery for fifty years. Mm -hmm. New rules. No caskets. Just dump well, them all. I, no, I didn't say no caskets. I said I get to decide. Well, yeah. Then I don't want to know what you're going to do when the state die. Wait, you mean the comedy group? Yeah, it's going to have to be a deep hole. There's twelve of them. Want to bury Thomas Lennon never hurt me. No, but you're running a. This is a business. It's not a. I know, but not. you look at Curly and you go blah. Mm -hmm. Look, I just don't want to know what happens when the state keel over and you're running that cemetery. I believe in separation of church and state, mm -hmm. and that's why I'm burying yeah. the band, the church, yeah, in a okay. different it part of this of the, of my uh -huh. my cemetery. I'm gonna say this. I think we can, I think that's a wrap on 2024 for us. There's nothing funnier that we can say rather than <laughs> a separation of church and state, meaning <laughs> you will bury the band, the church in one grave yes. and the comedy troupe, the state in a different one. So you won't I find like Steve Kilby will not end up with Michael to Ian Black. Kenny. Yeah. Not on my. Marty Wilson Piper. Ain't gonna end up mm -hmm. next to Kevin. Next to Allison. Ben Garant. Yeah. Ben Garant. But you know what? I uh I will say this about the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would rank them under the cure. Mm -hmm. But if I were ranking candy bars, I would never put a Twix under the Milky Way. <laughs> That's amazing. That mm -hmm. <laughs> because you don't got that crunch. It's true. Twix and to me is number one. Twix, Twix is, number is one. my favorite candy bar. American Twi candy bar. A Twix is a my cookie one. hiding. Oh. It's a cookie going as a candy bar for Halloween. Which is best of both worlds. Exactly. That's literally what a Twix is, Brett. Brett it's a cookie going as a candy bar for don't Halloween. You understand that if you're and who's what cool person doesn't have a Halloween as their favorite holiday? Who's the person like my favorite holiday is uh the fourth of July. Know, the <laughs> or like Tubi Schwat, which is the holiday that celebrate trees. Mm -hmm. 
if you ever met somebody and they said their favorite holiday was the 4th of July. Yeah. Run. I'd, I'd check the exits. Yeah. Get out. Can I ask a joke mechanics question real quick? Yeah, for some, for someone can, who doesn't doesn't have the comedic minds that sure. you see, it's just instinctive for you. Yeah. You know, yeah, I need it course, laid out. Brad, you don't need to say this stuff. It it's understood. We're still more. gonna make you take your meds. You could kiss our you could kiss our butts, but you're still gonna have to take your meds. So you I'm gonna guess, Julie, did you you started with under the Milky Way, and then you're like Milky Way candy bar, and then you like reversed you then backed out to I, Twix, and then you st- but then you started with Twix to get to the you know, you like you started with. I don't know. Explain to me what happened there. I mean, that was that well, was. Well, I thought really about under work. the Milky Way, and then I got very hungry, and okay, then I got, got distracted, okay. and then mm-hmm. I came back, and now I'm here. Okay. What's the next question? No, nah, that was it. I, no, no, this okay. guy, no. this guy, he don't understand how we see these things. We see it like a beautiful mind, yeah, and yeah, yeah. every variation it's, is in front twisted. of us. We've got the candy bars all of a sudden. York peppermint patty. No. Oh, it's like no. Oh. It's like a minority report. You wave the stuff away in it. Because I'm thinking if I could break it down to a system, then I could market it and sell it, you know, like no, the Tom okay. and Julie system. Mm-hmm. But I, it's, I don't think it's too. It's 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 just magic. You know, it's mm-hmm. supernatural. So I don't know. I'm going to well, keep then trying. Let's do that then. Let's let's sell uh, a masterclass. Double threat comedy boot camp. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. Thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Cha-ching. A thousand dollars. To sign boots. up, that's base. That's base rate, and then we could up. So that's the base. Have that's VIP the base. packages for that thousand bucks. You don't even hear from either of us. No. But then you know, higher levels, you get some of Tom and Julie's bath water. You know, take home with you that kind of stuff. We could I really have that, that bath yeah. that bath salts. I have salt burn bath salts, and okay. so you don't want my bath water unless okay. you do. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Because the other fun thing we could do with our cemetery is we could get a hearse that when you honk the horn, it Mm -hmm. plays Pop Goes the Weasel. Yes, the the original nursery rhyme type thing or the third bass song. The wasn't that the Three Stooges theme song? Talk about cheap. That was probably in the public domain yeah. even then. Well, you know, uh, speaking of public domain, uh... three dumb fucks. Wait, it wasn't Pop the Weasel. It was the friggin' Three Blind Mice. That was the song three that blind they. Mice, yes. But it was three dumb fucks. They really, they were not smart. The three stooges. One's dumber than the next. And one's uglier than the next. But again, there's no Marx Brothers. Hold on. You don't think Mo is handsome? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Uh, Sounds like somebody needs to go visit the eye doctor. (laughs) Then it'd be like the Three Stooges at the eye doctor. Then you'd set it up so the Three Stooges, you get these impersonators. Mm. I bet there's so many impersonators of these three ghouls in Hollywood. Yeah, could you imagine? And then you make me go to the eye doctor, and it's these three, and they're bonking Mm. each other this way and that, and they're making a mess. Why, I oughta. Mm Mm-hmm. 
What about Who's young? That? What about young Mo Howard here? What do we think? He kind of looks like Paul Dano in that picture. Yeah, he's not terrible looking in that. No. You're right. He still don't have no bowl cut yet. But again, compared to the Marx Brothers, mm-hmm. it's no no comparison. And Harpo right. can keep his pants on even. Mm-hmm. Show me a picture of a young Larry Fine, please. You got it. Fine, that's a good one. Larry, it's Larry Fine, not Fine Larry. Larry question mark fine exclamation mark. no it was like larry fine that's when you're just like out of options yeah here he is holding a violin oh god looks like, he looks like alex winter a little bit oh winter of my discontent what's he about to do with that he looks like violin. a human version of one of those things outside car dealerships that wave that you shoot mm-hmm. the air through like mm-hmm. um, he looks like shit Welcome to Double Threat, everybody. Welcome to Double Threat, starring Larry, Curly, and Moe. Welcome to Double Threat 2024. Yes. Wow, we made it. Looks like we made it. Looks like we made it. And all we did. Looks like we've made it. There's you do You do Barry Manilow. Oh, okay. You're doing Shania Twain, right? Right, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. The opening of that song. And you're saying that Barry Manilow's part was deeper? Barry Manilow goes, looks like we made it. We found each other on the way. And then we ate it. Looks, what about this? Looks like we ate it. And it's about that, that, um, that ice cream place that you wanted to go to to be the giant pig. Oh, Farrell's. Yeah. Yeah. Dare to That's dream. not how I meant to phrase it. You know what no, I no, mean. No, no, no. It's true. No, you were. It was maybe more blunt than I was comfortable with. <laughs> no, that was completely what I accurate. I'm kidding. That, that was 100. percent My words did not. And that's come where out. you wanted to go to be a okay. pig, right? That's where you wanted <laughs> to win the giant pig award. But look, you did. There's no part of that that's not true. I wanted to win that big pig award more than anything in my life, it was and I still do. It was called the big pig award. It was called the big pig award. Yeah. And Tom wants to be a begot. I do, yes. Begot. Begotten. I um I'm kind of like Chuck Yeager in the right stuff where it's like while I'm not a, officially a part of any program doing these things, I'm still setting big pig awards right. that no one knows about. Right. Just for my own personal glory. Looks like he ate it. I love it. Well, speaking That's of what uh, they sing when you win. Well, hold on. First of all, before you get to your speaking of stuff, my name's Tom. My name's Julie. And we have our producer. His name is Brett. Oh, so glad to be here in twenty twenty four. Happy Brett. New Year to Happy you. Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year to you both. Yeah. Happy Thank New you. Year. What a year it's gonna be. What a year sure. it is. Absolutely. Well, what a year it always already is because everyone was waiting yeah, for that. that. That's everyone that's was said that. Everyone was waiting for that big old clock to strike on on midnight on twenty twenty four. This is the best thing when Brett goes when Brett don't have the next thing figured out and he goes, "Ooh, the big old clock is gonna." <laughs> you just feel that the words are running out that are ahead of his mouth. That the that it's getting lower. It's almost the mouth almost catches up to the words, and 
Oh, that uh, big old clock is uh, counting down. We all were watching that uh, big old clock countdown. Right, and, it's, uh, it's Southern. I like it. It's very yeah. Southern. Well, I assure you the destination is worth the journey because 2024 brought, uh, as the clock struck midnight, it meant that uh, Steamboat Willie was in the public domain and people celebrated from yes. coast to coast all over the world. People were celebrating. Mm-hmm. Oh, now we can we can make him smoke weed and we can put fun. You yeah. know, we can do funny sex things with Steampunk Willie. Yeah. Everyone was Steampunk, Steamboat Willie. So Sorry, I'm getting to, got it in his head. I'm already get, I'm getting to our but contribution. There is a Steampunk T-shirt, right? There is. Yes, this is our contribution to the Steamboat Willie IPathon. So cool. uh, now we're in the clear with this. Yeah, we're totally in the Love clear. It. I've been sitting on this. You, you guys came up with this, and then I've been, I've been designing it. I've been in the lab, you know, tweaking. Well, I can it. see something that many will be sitting on. That's right. A nice little. I remember, Julie. I think you requested this uh, as a little touch. Um, uh, so it's a ste- it's Steamboat Willie, but with steampunk uh, accessories: the glasses, the hat, big top hat with gears on it, uh, and the and the big uh, wheel kind of already fit. You know, you can just picture him on like on a big Zeppelin oh, or something, yeah, big yeah. flying machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But then, Julie, you requested that. It looks that, great. Thank you very that much. Schlo- that his schlong be out. Yeah, there's a hole in his pants where his uh, where uh, his his uh, penis is sticking out, and it's it is pixelated, you know, just because I didn't want to. Um, it's classy because it's yeah. no one's business if he's cut or uncut. That's right. That's why I wanted to. This could you know. be this could be an uncut gem, <laughs> or it could be something yeah. else. Yeah. And you can get this on a T-shirt or on a coffee mug or on a cool tote bag or whatever you want, a pillow this to rest your head upon design. at night at uh, tpublic.com slash user slash DTTFU. That's our totally effed up store where we put all our totally effed up designs. Yeah, man. Totally this effed up. really cool so Get yourself design. a steampunk Willie shirt. Mm-hmm. Wear it proudly and legally now. Mm-hmm. You're in the clear. Julie, are you familiar with Karen Bark? I don't know if I am. I like her root beer. Brett. I don't know Karen, Karen Bark. Bark. Karen Bark is an Instagram sensation. It is a dog who is a realtor. <laughs> just look up Karen Bark, please, and Got just it. play play a Karen Bark. Like if it's uh I forget what Karen Bark's handle on Instagram. I think it's Mr. Mainer. Mr. Mainer, I got it here. Yeah. yeah. This guy puts a wig and a pearl necklace and a sweater on this dog and then does this voice that is like Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. Karen so Bark Here's Realty. a photo of Karen Bark. Yeah. This is Karen Bark okay. Realty. I'll find you that prime location. Mm-hmm. Have you bought a house from her yet? I'm contemplating it. If we, yeah, figure one of those videos yeah. out to play. One that's like a good demonstration of Karen showing you around the property. I'm here to tour the home. Here we go. Yes, so nice to meet you. Emmy, what brings you in this neighborhood? I love it here. Good people, good neighborhood. Yep. Follow me. See that hardwood boss? I'm gonna ask you to take your shoes off right oh. there. The Liberty are printing out a copy of the home information oh, for you. Thank you. You're welcome. It comes with a dishwasher. The bathroom was just remodeled recently. They added a shower. Oh, I love the green. You know, I don't really like it. This is lovely. <laughs> Washington was birth. Uh, how much are they asking for this? So the owner is asking about 150. 150. I know how to make an offer by. Whenever. Just no rush. Where's Where's the house? You're looking at it. With a little renovation, <laughs> it will look beautiful. You That's beautiful. the house. Mm, yeah, is there a problem? 
How much are you asking for it? About 800. 800 grand? Yeah. yeah. It's sticks in a tarp. Hey, listen, everyone's killing for that type of house in this economy. That's not even true. And offers are due tonight. Tonight? Yeah, we have about 1,500 offers. That, what? Yeah. I mean, okay. Cameron She's good Buck. at what she I does, I think. Yeah. The little sweater, the pearls. It's really funny. Yeah. I'd love to see Karen Bark do that uh, Annette Benning scene from American Beauty. You know, the, mm-hmm. I'm going to sell, this, sell house this house today. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Just an idea. So what a great, what a great movie. American. No notes. Beauty. It's called American No Notes. <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure that people sent this in, but did you see the Tucker Carlson, Kevin Spacey skit? On I did the not. New- I avoided it. The new comedy website, Die or Die. (laughs) I didn't see it. He was doing Frank Underwood yet again, which is one of these things where you're at some point you're hoping. Yeah. At some point, somebody's got to step in and go like, you have no permission to do that. You didn't invent this character. 2024 has. Oh, gosh, he has it queued up. Yeah, I've watched it a couple of times. Yeah, I as have I. There's just something incredibly perverse to like taking a minute to find your people, like to find somebody like as abhorrent as Tucker Carlson to like play in your reindeer game, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And the idea yeah. that Kevin Spacey's like, hey, I have this idea. Do you want to do it with me? And him saying, you bet I would. And isn't this funny? And whoa, it's just. Yeah, it is a uh, it is a it is a Christmas horror every year. Not even begun yet. And it does seem like the president who could jump in at this late date and re-scramble the calculus of electoral politics. Because it didn't like say well, he's Frank Underwood. Someone. So I think that might be fact, the thing that's getting him, him around it legally. Mm, yeah. And the question is, will he get in this cycle? And that's my question for you. Well. That's really a decision for the people, Tucker. Oh my God! So it's not something that I really think about. Or oh, hit pause, do. please. That first moment where look he look at that angle—that's him. Yeah, he gets to do his little side commentaries, right? Is that what he's about to do? Yeah, his like, saucy little like side comments. He's got a sec- got a second breach birth. Just yes. that moment. That moment before he said, "Well," well. was the the moment that everybody could have gotten up and left. Yeah, <laughs> because can you so just go back to that moment. Just like, are we actually going to do this? Mm-hmm. This is this is stupid. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I guess it's like we're when doing you're on this. a diving board, yeah. you have a decision yeah. before you jump, cycle, right? And that's my question yeah. for you. Well, <laughs> that's yeah. the moment really where somebody could have said, "I'm not doing this." <laughs> like that's a when he took the road by Cormac McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm out of here. But then he went with it. That's the mark of a pro. We got to hear this first little side. Tucker. It's not something that I really think about or want to do. Two trees. And Merry Christmas to you, too. (laughs) But I've always believed that nothing should be off the table in life or in art. I think we could both agree that we need to get some adults back in the room. So if that means taking on the chief executive role, well, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make for this great nation. Adults in the room. I love it. I can see there's a bumper sticker. Is that your campaign slogan? That's not a bad idea. 
Look, I think first our country yes, needs is. to. Yeah, I can think of a few yeah. bad ideas, actually. Well, that's not a bad idea. I can see at least seven yeah. bad ideas yeah. in action coming to fruition in front of me. Brad, can we manufacture some bumper stickers that say adults in the room, uh, Underwood 2024? Oh, yeah. Let's beat in the market. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm working on it. I hate when non-funny people play along. That's a pet yeah. peeve of mine. Yeah. When Tucker Carlson is the straight man for something that, well, maybe it's just because it's not funny in the first place. But him just, him trying to sell this stuff that he is so incapable of selling it, but he's certainly Which one? Both he has them? all the confidence. Who? Tucker Carlson. That he thinks he's like playing the thing back and forth, back and forth. I'm setting you up. <laughs> Adults in the room. Is that your campaign slogan? Where is his confidence from? The nitwits Just that worship endless, him. right? And and endless like, oppor- like he keeps getting yeah. another shot at bad. I guess. Yeah, the thing I the thing I will always be comfortable with, and uh, you, I hope you feel the same way, Julie. It's like, look, do we wish we had? more people in the tent of course we do but we never have to look out there and go holy crap look at these losers that you mean hating your fans yeah no we've got great fans Mm -hmm. i can look anytime i meet anybody who listens to the to the show or anything you can just count it's just like oh it's a cool person that was a deep, cool, they get Tucker it. Tucker Carlson has contempt for the people that follow him, but he doesn't care because they'll take their money? Or do exactly. you think he's not how even that he bright? Not, how could he I not look you, yeah. at those people and be just like, I look at these people, they're suckers, and they're, they believe anything mm-hmm. I say, and I have no respect for any of them because they're not my kind of person at all. The people right. that he wants, it's like Lou, it's like Louie, when Louie now just has to mm-hmm. play like, these shows in like uh, uh, Birmingham, Alabama now, and mm-hmm. he or sees France. or France. He gets these yahoos yeah. who scream at the things he's saying, and he looks at them and goes, "Yeah, five years ago, I was like hanging out with like the like the the cream of the crop. Now, now they want nothing to do with me. This is my." Fate now is to entertain these people for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. What? This is where his confidence comes from. You asked where is Tucker Carlson's confidence come yeah. from? You know, his, uh, he's Swanson from Hungry Man Dinner. He's uh, all his family money. He's part of the Swanson family. That's where all his oh, like family. Know that? Yeah, yeah. He comes oh, from uh, Swanson, Swanson money. TV dinner money. I had no idea. And Swanson, of course, made the Hungry Man TV dinner, famous TV dinner. Um, Yes. So I think it's just. And they're famous for Ron Swanson, who was a grumpy guy, except he really wasn't. He was a nice guy underneath it. No one on that show was really grumpy. Everybody was secretly nice, and that's the secret to great comedy. Mm -hmm. Everybody's secretly your pal. Or not secretly. You know April on that show? Ooh, she's so grouchy, but she's a sweetheart. Yeah, like if, imagine if, if Oscar the Grouch instead of living in a garbage can lived in like a nice apartment and he was actually a pleasant a pleasant yeah. sort. Everybody's nice. The best comedy comes from niceness. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Write that down. 
That's a Write part of our down. comedy this boot camp. This is our boot camp. We're giving you one for free right there. The best comedy comes from niceness. Those two guys doing that skit, which seemed to last like 15 minutes. And it's a skit. That's it not really a sketch. Is a that was skit a skit. Because it wasn't, but it was. Like if Kevin Spacey hadn't been, quote, in character, it would mm. have just been like a video. But him being in character, which was so subtle. And, and then he also, Brett, you know, the part where he's like, Netflix has me in the da dumb part. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm certainly not going back to find out. Yeah, I I am so confused by that. Apparently the the like the like him dun dun, on like the, the desk. Yeah, I guess the initial that like that like Netflix Who opening cares? intro apparently is like a sound a sample shit. from him pounding on the desk. Gives a shit. You think Margaret Hamilton was going around? I don't by the way, I don't know if Columbia Pictures did Wizard of Oz. That was MGM, right? Imagine if, so, if there's a fire Wait, that's in how some you like say it? MGM? MGM? I thought it was Magumum. That's how I've been saying it this whole time. Imagine if someone was like, the fire and the torch that the lady in the Columbia Studios is mm -hmm. holding is the Wait, fire that's how that you I say have it? in Columbia? my movie. <laughs> Just keep. You thought it was pronounced C-O-L-O-M-B-I-A? I thought you said that one. C-O-L-U-M-B-I-A. Yeah. Pictures. My studio has a first name. It's C-O-L-O-M-B-I-A. My <laughs> other studio exists. It's called Magumbo. Magum? Magum? Magum. By Harmony Corinne. Magumum. Harmony Corinne doing great work. Happy birthday to Harmony Corinne today. Palling around with the, yes, the Kushners with later. Jared Kushner. <laughs> what a great moment that was when you realize that Harmony and Rachel Corinne Hanging out with Jared and Ivanka. They're going to do a screening humping. of a trash hump. Yeah. That's a trash humping situation. He should get them in trash <laughs> humpers. He's humping. Too. He's, well, he's, he's humping yeah. some trash, is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. That's maybe they're working on trash humpers too. That's star, there's some star fucking and some trash humping. And I know which one that is. I'm a fan of the trash humpers. What they're beautiful if... people. The trash humpers are amazing. It's a wonderful movie. I'm actually making one of the trash humpers my vice president. Do you think that the the the, the bathtub in Gummo should mm -hmm. compete with the bathtub in Saltburn in the Tub Wars show that we are going Tub to make? Tub Wars would be a great show. It's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm hanging out with the bathtub boy in Gummo. <laughs> He's my secretary of defense. Um. Defense Mr. Lonely, the Michael Jackson from Mr. Lonely, Secretary of Transportation. Who else? I got a Julian Donkey Secretary Boy. Secretary of State. Julian Donkey Boy, Secretary of State. I feel like Julian Donkey Boy would be like Secretary of Agriculture. Yeah. Uh, my Surgeon General ag. is Terry, Telly, Telly, the Virgin Surgeon from mm -hmm. Kids. He's my... He's my <laughs> Yeah, that ruined my day. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing Harmony Corrin ever said was he was doing an interview. The Letterman he, thing? The letter, well, the Letterman. But he said, somebody asked him about, would you ever consider a sequel to Trash Humpers? And he said, I'd love to take those guys to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea. Trash Humpers 2, going Hawaiian. I would love it.
This one actually looks pretty good. I'm an eye on this one. That one does look pretty good. What's that red goo in the that stewed is tomatoes? Those stewed fish? tomatoes. So this is, is that a cocktail. Is that cocktail sauce? So it, uh, that that would have made sense, but it's stewed tomatoes. So this is a hungry man uh, from the '70s fish and chips dinner. That you got battered stewed tomatoes. Is that? Are you sure it's not just like ketchup for the fries? I mean, that's what it says on this little description here. It says. Um, uh, battered portions of ocean fish. Uh, I'm not sure what kind of fish there. Uh, well, that's better than river fish or lake fish sometimes. Crinkle cut potatoes, kind of stewed tomatoes, and a pineapple cake cobbler. That's what really sold me. That's a yeah. pretty good. Everything looks great in yeah. this photo, except I don't understand why they don't just give you ketchup, except for food in the 50s and 60s was just weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That there would always be one element that was so strange it's just like, I'm surprised it's not just a thing of mint. Mint jelly. You mean, oh, you mean mint, right, like a mint flavored, like, yeah. Yeah, or it's like, oh, it's a jello made with Dr. Pepper. Oh, that sounds terrific. I would drink that or eat that. Whatever you do with it, I would eat it. I'd put it in my mm, mouth. Pretty good. That's pretty Have you ever good had idea. hot Dr. Pepper? Is that like a thing that you've tried? I've seen the old ads for it that used to be. I would try that. I would totally try that. Brett, will you try that tonight? Hot dog. Oh, sure. I think I've tried it accidentally, probably at some point in my life. You know, some you know. Happen accidentally. You get back in the sun. Yeah, you get back in the car on a hot day. You left a Dr Pepper in there. You're like, eh, what the heck? It was heated by the car in the sun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love it. I'll bet Dr Pepper was. I bet if you put a little bourbon in it, and make like a hot. Ooh, hot toddy, yeah. Hot cup of like yeah. a, yeah, like a, a Dr. Toddy. Dr. Toddy. Let's... Who, by the way, is a terrible gynecologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's my he favorite Robert Altman table. movie. His table is, yeah, Dr. Toddy and the Women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dr. Toddy and the Women, and the longer title is Who Don't Recommend That You Visit With Him. Because yeah. his table, first of all, is a folding table. It's a card table. Yeah. He can pick up and. And he's like. He's like, just put your, he goes, sit on the couch. Just put your feet on the car. <laughs> I go, okie dokie. But a hot Dr. Pepper with a little a bit hot of Dr. Pepper splashed in there. Splashed bourbon. And by the way, speaking of you preparing unusual, delicious things, I mm. made a dump cake last week and it was a disaster. <laughs> and I had to take it out of the oven mid- Mid-dump. Um, Mid-term, yeah. <laughs> Mid-dump. And, like, stir it around. Because their whole thing is just, like, just don't worry about anything that you have to do to bake something. They're like, don't stir it. Just dump stuff in a pan, and it'll be fine. So I said, okay, I'll try it. And it wasn't. It totally wasn't fine. <laughs> <laughs> you just... You... You... you the first mistake you made was listening to the dump cake lady. I know. Eh, just throw it in. It's fine. It, she was lying. She's not right. Now, is this a She's Kathy Mitchell? Right. Did you use one of yeah, Kathy Mitchell's was, recipes? Okay. You used I it, found okay. it on the internet, and this was the, it looked so easy. I said, I'm going to do mm -hmm. this. This will be super fun and easy. And uh, it's, this is, these were the ingredients. A box of like chocolate cake mix, like the powdered mix. A can of cherries, like pie filling cherries, and bourbon. Okay. And I, I said, 
okay, this will be delicious. If I can come up with some cherry chocolate great whiskey cake, this great will be terrific, right? Yeah. Look, I want to have a chocolate cherry thing <laughs> bourbon. I put the ingredients put together. The I think to myself, really? Hold no the egg? Cherry. Hold the chocolate. Oh, and a stick of butter. They wanted you to melt a stick of butter mm. on top. I said, fine, I'll do all that. That's as easy. Put the I've stick baked of before. I know how to bake. Your leg between but your knees. Also, I know from having baked, there's a certain proportion, and you know this bread of like wet to dry. And I'm yeah, like, I think yeah. there's just too much. Yeah. I think there's too much wet, or I think there's too much dry. I think this needs an egg or some kind of like leavening thing. And um, I think it's weird that he, she doesn't want me to stir it, but I'll trust the process. I take it out like 30 minutes in, and it's a mess. And I end up like having to stir it all up. Mm-hmm. And I happen to have had a box of brownie mix. Okay. So I put the brownie mix in with an egg mm-hmm. and I, you know, did what I sort of thought it would be better. Whipped and it all I, together. I, you mean? I like whipped it all... all together. I put okay. some chocolate chips in there too, just, you know, because it's never bad to add mm-hmm. more chocolate on anything, yeah. in my opinion. And I put it in and it ended up okay. But mm-hmm. I will say, Kathy Mitchell lied to me and I yeah. and and it and the dump cake did not work out. Okay. Oh, we gotta get That's we gotta get story. Kathy on the show this year. Yeah. Get to the bottom of this. Well, speaking of Junk food and food and and food for thought. Uh, this this is this is a great coincidence because I got three clips for you today uh, submitted by various listeners, mm-hmm. and the um this, this wasn't planned, but there is a a sort of junk food fun food uh, through line here, um, and uh, it almost feels like maybe this is kind of like an anti New Year's resolution episode because everyone's always talking at New Year's like oh I'm gonna only eat salads and all this stuff mm-hmm. this year and yeah. it's like eh, forget that eat what you like have some fun in life yeah. and so we're talking hungry man dinners we're talking dump cakes I've got three clips here uh, the first one you probably saw this over the break uh, but there was this wild uh, pop tart clip going around that oh, happened at one of the college uh, football uh, yeah, bowl I games a, I have a question about the context of of this clip because I have seen this but I'm not sure what the sports of it like I don't is, is okay. this a game is this an important game is do you this know, a legitimate do you know, game do you know the idea about bowl games do you know what those are no so they had like the classic bowl games were like cotton bowl, sugar bowl, rose bowl, uh, rose bowl orange bowl. They're basically what does that mean? Like, they're college football. At the end of the college football season, they have uh, all these bowl games, which are like big sponsored regional games where they'll pick two teams who did really well during the season to play against each other. Um, and now there's kind of like a tournament involved with some of the bowl games, but it's basically just like a big, fun, sponsored way to end the college football season. Like uh, if a team in the South does well and they went, you know, whatever, how many games are there in a college football 13. season? 13. So if they go, oh, uh, 12 and 1, oh, we were great. We beat everybody. We're going to the Sugar Bowl. They decided we're going to the Sugar Bowl and we're playing this other team that did great. And they just match them up. Mm-hmm. For this final game, and then you go, oh, we we won the Sugar Bowl. Like it's just right, but it's okay, a very and, sponsored. And are, there, are there consequences to winning those 
critique those those games? Like, do they advance to anything or do they get money? There's a, a select like group of like two bowl games where it's like the four best teams. Uh, so it's like the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl this year was the four best teams. And then the winners of those two bowls go to the championship game. But every other bowl game is just a big sort of it's like a big circus. It's like a big sponsored sporting event. And there's like, uh, you know, the the town gets all into it. And whoever the sponsor is, the corporate sponsor gets super into it. And every year there's new bowl games because new corporate sponsors are like, I want a bowl game. So this year Pop-Tarts was like, we want to have a bowl game. And so they created the Pop-Tarts Bowl this year. Um, okay. And that's, that's where this all happened. So it was like a, a football game that was like heavily sponsored by Pop-Tarts, essentially. Yeah. So... They had their branding all over this thing, this Pop Tart thing. But and was it the Rose Bowl or the Sugar Bowl? They just literally the... called their thing the Pop the Pop Tart Bowl. Julia, it would be like if yeah. we, it would be like yeah. if wow. we said, if we said we want to do the Double Threat Bowl, and then somebody goes, yeah. "Cool, write us a check for seven million dollars, and then right. we'll figure like, our we'd be whole like, thing out." We'd be like, talk to Brett. We'd yeah. be like, go talk to Brett, like and then Brett more. would be smoking the. The double threat bowl. What about the forever? He'd laugh and he would never stop laughing. The forever, the forever dog, bowl? dog bowl. Oh, right. Oh my gosh. Think of the possibility. talking. But that's the thing. It's a. It's just. It's like a star on the walk of fame. Somebody's got to write a check, and then suddenly. Right, it's meaningless. It's not like the the players or the team advance yeah. to a, another level. No, ultimately, it's 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 meaningless. It's as meaningful as you choose to make it in terms of whether you winning a bowl game means anything. Yeah. And there's like 50 bowl games now. There's so many. You know, there's like there's like two bowl games that matter, and then there's like 48 that are just for fun and bragging rights. And corporate. Then, yeah, and then they'll add some fun, like if you win the if you win the turkey leg bowl, you get a giant turkey leg at the end of it to wave around, and then you can put that in your college, you know, in like the trophy case at your college, the big turkey leg that you want at the turkey yeah. leg bowl. But the player doesn't necessarily advance to like a... No, no. Does no. it make him more attractive to be recruited for like a, a professional could team? be could be if somebody if somebody had a, a monster game they could end up like on somebody's radar like when watching. they're drafting got it yeah because it is a way too for like smaller schools to get like national tv time you know so yeah. like uh i I, got I, it. I don't know who was in the pop tarts bowl but i don't think it was any oh it was nc state versus kansas state mm-hmm. so you know yeah nc 17 nc 17 well this clip is a little is, is, it is pretty little, intense yeah. so Pop Tart decides, hey, we're gonna have our own Great. bowl, and then they Fine. come up with their own uh, pageantry to end to, oh. to 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 congratulate the winning team. Yeah, and this is actually Great. this is the very beginning. This is at halftime, I believe. They unveiled the mascot at halftime, so this is like a two part thing. So at halftime, they 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 dragged this giant toaster with a Pop Tarts logo out at, at uh, to midfield. And then uh, this is the unveiling of the mascot. And then we'll see what happened to the mascot at the end of the game. All right, welcome to the inaugural It's not the most up-to-date toaster. You know, this kind of looks like a Fisher-Price toaster. Please direct your attention to the giant toaster at midfield. And please direct your attention please. to the giant toaster. I like he's asking for their attention to look at the giant toaster in the middle of the field as if anybody could look anywhere else. Everybody, I'd like you to direct your attention to the giant toaster in the middle of the field. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no. We're okay, we're yeah. fully aware. Yeah, the official Pop-Tarts Bowl 
Here we go. Oh, there goes oh. the... One of the slats ah. is opening up. It's coming out giant from pop the tart. He's so happy. He's so happy. Big smile. And fire! The two things look that come those, out of my toaster. Look at those weird color-coordinated sneakers. That's the part I'm... I like those. Like, like what those color would be should feet. the Pop-Tarts feet be? They should be foot color, like leg color. Yeah, like, like toasted color. Right, like his feet... Like he's not wearing any shoes, basically. Like that's the way his feet are. Yeah. And the thing... There's something gruesome about this. Hmm? This, this Pop-Tart... It's dancing up a storm on I top this of the was toaster. Part of the, when I saw this, I said, oh, this is the Twilight Zone marathon. It's it's yeah. uh, mm-hmm. it's January 1st. Yeah, this is. They like to do the Twilight Zone marathon. Yes. You know, I, the one where the Pop-Tarts like <laughs> yeah. has the legs that are the same color as his feet and he rises yeah. from the toaster. Oh, and what's then your favorite like, episode? Oh, there's one, the toaster one with Martin Landau. And, uh, oh, where he loses his glasses? No, 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 no. No, no, that's. Uh, Who's that again? Burgess Who's, Meredith. Burgess Meredith. There's one with the toaster where Martin Landau has a giant pop tart chasing him. <laughs> like, no, there isn't. It's in color. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, no. Yes, I saw it, it on New Year's I saw Day. It on, I saw it. I was on the the Twilight Zone marathon on New Year's Day. Yeah, it was fifty thousand people cheering for the death of a pop tart. Creepy. I'll never forget it. Yeah. So, this poor pop tart don't know. You only got half a half of a football game to live. So now cut to the end of the game. Kansas State won. So they're all yeah. assembled. All the winning team is assembled around the the toaster now. Yeah. The Pop-Tart is up on top mm-hmm. having a blast. Um, but it yeah, it's about to take small, a gruesome turn. I do want to mention that proportionally that toaster is too big for the for mascot. That Pop-Tart. Yeah, yeah, that Pop-Tart yeah. is – that's – they might as well also have a giant fork that you need to fish the <laughs> pop tart out when yeah. it doesn't all pop up correctly, and they that, have they should have a giant cord that you need to unplug before, before you start poking that fork around in there. There is a one to four. I'd say that pop tart should be four times the size in Absolutely. order to fit into that slot. That pop tart should be twenty five feet high. All right, here we go. So Pop-Tarts dancing to Hot Stuff. Donna Summer, one of her erotic mm-hmm. themes. He's songs. holding up a sign that says, dreams really do come true. The and he's pop, pointing yeah. to the toaster. Yeah, and he's got that strawberry jam already coming out the mouth. It's a little gruesome. They cut, um, they cut a shape out of his face to reveal the filling below in the shape of a smile. Yeah, which, which is, is what which was what Kevin Spacey's character is. Every character he's ever played is done. That's his backstory, yeah. like as a serial killer. I do realize that uh, there are two different ways you can toast a pop tart, and uh, I certainly am not going to be one of the ones getting lowered into that giant toaster. <laughs> it's like something Art the Clown would do. You know, cut a cut the shape of a smile out. Of a of a you know oh is that is that is that his, that uh, his I don't his think he's specifically done that but it has an Art the Clown kind of vibe to it you know um, yeah. desecrate the very, corpse it's a in a way that's sort of funny a little why so serious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right, dreams really do come true, says the sign. He's pointing down to the toaster. Okay. Could be pointing and now he's being it. lowered into the toaster. The sign should waving. probably have said, life didn't go the way I thought it would. <laughs> I'm fine with this. <laughs> I accept this. Yes, you assholes have to live through 2024. Yeah. Yeah. You goodbye. Idiot. What if it just said goodbye? <laughs> Bye. Suckers. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just like a really long. What, what if it was a really long suicide note? Yeah, it just says 2024 is going to be the worst one yet. I'm getting out now. What if it said, don't invite King Vitaman to my funeral? <laughs> There it goes. All right. Now he's disappeared. Oh, he's through the sign. Oh, he's the sign out. Is he dead? Is he gone? I need how a toaster's a little side hatch opens up. Oh, and there he is. He's been cooked. He's been cooked. He's still winking. He died mid-wink. He came out the side of the toaster almost like in an ATM when they give you your money. Yeah. A slot. Look at that security guard right there, making sure no one does what exactly steals the giant pop tart that these players and coach barely want to take a piece of. They are obligated to break off a piece and have some. Look I'm at that say. guy standing there. It looks like Josh Safty. He kind of looks like a guy who snuck onto the field dressed as a security guard, but now is like forced to actually pretend well, to be a security he guard. He looks like Shia LaBeouf. Well, the guy on the left looks like the guy from American Movie. Yeah, or Durs from, uh, from not Durs, from uh, Workaholics. Oh, Blake. Blake from Blake. You know what? I've done a Uncle little magic Blazer. in my day. As you know, I've done some close-up magic as well as stage magic. Of course, and of course. I think what they've done is they've swapped. The toaster's big because there's two guys in there. Well, I, don't, I don't know how it's possible. Well, I'm telling you, it's a big old box, right? So there, oh. so the, toast, the, the toasted Pop-Tart, I think, is a different thing than the one that went in there. That's just my okay. pitch. That's my That's a notion I've had. Because I was wondering how... The heat murdered the pop tart in time. It was dancing around 15 seconds ago. Yeah, now he's winking and he's so happy that he's dead and his feet yeah. and legs are gone. Yeah. All right, so now they're break. They this thing comes out in this athlete Which now again, has to eat the most poisonous food. He's gonna eat it. Yeah, they took pieces of it and they're eating it's it now. Edible? I didn't know it was edible. Wait, is that a real giant Pop-Tart? It's a giant Pop-Tart, yeah. <gasps> I want one of those. Brett, will you get us a giant Pop-Tart? Oh, sure. Please. Unless you think I'm acting like Veruca Salt, I'm being very You know, this guy's ripped. They're just taking pieces of this thing. And you is know what they're hot? realizing now? Oh, Pop-Tarts what? are not the best. I, You don't like them? Oh, no, I do, but they're not the best. What are the best? You There's like so many things better? that are better than pop tarts. But, but here's my question: Do you prefer toaster strudel? I, I just don't have like enough experience better. with toaster strudel. Toaster I mean, strudels are pretty good. I mean, the ones where they're, you put the icing on yourself. Yeah, yeah, they're a little fancy, if you ask me. You have to realize there are two kind of desserts in this world: there are toaster strudels and pop tarts. I am a toaster strudel. I like Pop-Tarts. I do, too. They're just, there are better things. That's all I'm saying. 
What are your? They what's should your be favorite no one's flavor? ultimate thing. Should be a pop tart. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, strawberry or blueberry. Frosted or an unfrosted? Always frosted. Brett. Well, here's the thing. Definitely strawberry or blueberry. I I have a beef with the pop tarts company though because they do that. They have Kellogg's? that. They have that. I get. Yeah, I, I have that. Is it the maple brown brown sugar cinnamon? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I'm not opposed to brown sugar cinnamon, but it's such is a this departure. About the crumble, this is about the crumble cookies episode. Oh well, this does tie into that. But they so they they do these variety packs that we get. We got we got some. Yeah, we got some for the studio. That I did not know. Yes. So it's like it's like uh, strawberry, blueberry, and maple brown sugar. Um, but you really got to be in the mood for a maple brown sugar. Nine times out of ten, you reach for a pop tart. You're thinking it's heavy. It's a heavy. Yes. You're right. It's a heavy flavor. But they don't label the individual packages. So every time I dug into this variety pack surprise. to pick a pop tart out, I'm like, oh, I hope this isn't a maple and brown sugar. You half the time it was. Up. Brett. Right. Right. Brett, we're going to do some pop tart roulette right now. <laughs> I know there's pop tarts in that supply closet that uh, I got to check. We'll see. We're, we're, oh no, I saw them. In you there. have okay. All right, let's. I'll grab them. The, here's why I like pop tarts. It's lazy pie. Oh, I look. Judy. That's what I like about because the crust is you know not sweet. I like them a lot. It's, it's got that like okay, I want a slice of pie. Yeah. right now, mm-hmm. and it's the closest thing. I like them a lot, but I also just know. There are better things out there. That's all I'm saying. For breakfast, for a snack, for all the above? For all of the above. There's something better out there for you. A Pop-Tart is like the... What would it be? What's the perfect kind of middle? I like the edges where there's just a Mm. tiny... But the same Mm. way with pie, I like the crust the best because I could just just have a little bit of filling. I'm a crust... Girl, I'm a crust punk, as you know. My ma- my superhero comic book fans will get this. If Pop Tarts were a thing, they would they would be the defenders, where you're like, there are better things in comic books than this. Okay, and you're not talking well, not about like for breakfast we... foods. All right, Brad, you want to stay in here for this? Sure. Okay. These are three Pop Tarts. They're not labeled. You can see they're not. I'm not labeled. sure what we're doing. I'm just gonna. I don't know what flavor this is gonna be. I'm gonna close my eyes. Are you, you're not going to eat it raw, are you? Oh, yeah. Don't eat a raw Pop-Tart. That in its own right is not giving the Pop-Tart the chance, I think. Oh, my gosh. You're eating a raw Pop-Tart. Of course you don't think Pop-Tarts oh, are great. That's great. Strawberry. I'm not going to do all three. Toast it's wasteful. It. Toast it. Toast it. Toast it. We don't have a toaster toast here. Then what do you have Pop-Tarts for? You're telling me that you guys are eating raw Pop-Tarts as Well, they're snacks? not raw. They're not. It's not... Well, why don't you open a bag of uh, microwave popcorn if you don't have a microwave and just like chew on those kernels while you're at it? Yeesh. <laughs> it's great. It's like Brett eating a drinking a Dr. Pepper that isn't even warm. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. The indignity. The indignity of a room temperature Dr. Pepper. Are you next for Dr. Toddy? I think so. Okay. He wants you to come into this room. Will you take off your shirt? Just my shirt? Oh, he'll get to the bottoms. Jerry Seinfeld has a Pop-Tart movie coming out later this year. I know. Which is going to ruin Pop-Tarts for a lot of us. (laughs) You're saying it's going to ruin my life. I just love the idea that this numbskull decides to make a movie and he gets to make it like, 
Mm-hmm. What's it going to be about? Pop tarts. Whatever. What if I make it that's, about that's the black answer. box on a plane? Right. Why don't they make the plane out of this? Well, because the plane would be eight billion pounds and would not be able to fly. It's very simple. Why the planes are not made out of what they make the black boxes out of. Is that his joke? It's just, I'm sure. I'm, I'm attributing it to him. It's his now. He'd probably be flattered. When you see Jerry Seinfeld live, yell out, tell the joke about the black box and why they don't make the planes out of it. You can't just say black box. It's no. not like Freebird. You, you have to spell joke. it out in yeah. sentences. Yeah. I heard Freebird for the first time, like, mm-hmm. after I knew that the Freebird thing was a joke. Yeah. And I was shocked by how bad that was. Oh, it's was. terrible. It's a dumb person's anthem. Well, speaking of that clip we watched last year where Joe Rogan called it the best guitar solo of all time. Yeah. Right. I remember because yeah. I I am so... There's such a disconnect sometimes I have between like what's popular and what's good. Mm-hmm. It sometimes completely baffles me. We finally here tomorrow. <laughs> it's so like, why would anyone like that? Would that you people... still remember me? There's, it's so untuneful. There's nothing catchy about it. And then also, you're like, okay, who who's the audience? These are guys who like to drink and like. They, don't yeah. you want it to be faster? Don't you want it to be like get the motor running, heading on the highway, looking for adventure? <laughs> like, no, exactly. Like yeah. that. No, why are no. you like that? These guys, and it's Brett's so going to like this. boring. They're so boring. So boring. The Allman Brothers were this band from Georgia. Now we're talking. Are, I don't mind the Allman Brothers. Are they for I don't me? mind the Allman Not Brothers. Not exactly. Are they talented? Undeniably, the Allman Brothers were good. It's just, not my, it's just not my cup of tea. What's the one named after the woman? That song they have after the woman? That's well, like, Melissa? Uh, is it? I think Melissa. That one. That one. I like that yeah. one a lot. And they're they're wildly talented. They had their thing. It's just not my thing. And you know something about, can I give a quick Allen Brothers factoid? Well, let me just say this. Please. Then, yes. So they're Georgia. Then these these yeah. dunces from Florida. Idiots. Leonard Skinner are just like, we're going oh, to do Florida? what they do, but we're dumb. I didn't know they were from Florida. Yeah. Okay. We're doing what they do, but uh, we're not good. That song sucks so yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Jessica, maybe. There's Melissa yeah. and Jessica. There's two. Melissa, I get those uh, two Jessica. I like Jessica. Yeah, I always get this mixed up. In the song Ramblin' Man, there's a line about being born That's in the- Leonard Skinner also? Oh, no. This is Allman Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, born in the backseat of a Greyhound bus rolling down Highway 41. Mm-hmm. Do you know what mm-hmm. also is on Highway 41? The giant chicken. The big chicken baby. Is, is on, it? Yeah. I it's guess. on- um, uh, well, at that point, you know, it's one of these highways that takes on different names. It's called Cobb Parkway or when the chicken's on it, but it's all Highway 41, the whole thing. So that was, uh, yeah, first thing that little baby saw when it was born in the back of that Greyhound bus, it looked up and there was a giant chicken out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst Leonard Skinner song, Julie. It's worse than Freebird? Worse. Wait, it's let me, just, I wanna, Brett. I want to try to guess what were you were thinking. Is it guess. dirty? I would guess maybe that smell. That's the one. Yeah. They have a song called There's a song that called that smell. smell. And it's Can not you play... like a Frank's is it like a Frank Zappa like stink foot kind of ooh, song? Ooh, that smell. 
What is that? Can't you smell to? that smell? They say the word smell over and over. One of my least favorite words. In, in, in reference to what? Weed? A lady? I think it is like Garbage? an isn't it like an anti-drug song? It's an anti-drug Drug song. song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They don't like drugs. No, Nerds. there's just none left. <laughs> I would give them a wedgie. All right, I got that smell here. Let me see if I can get it. Gotta find the chorus. Go from here. Another Here it is. Here we go. Ooh, that smell. Can't you smell that smell? Ooh, that smell. The smell that's around you. The smell of what around you? The, the smell, smell of, of what around you? The thing with these guys is they didn't like cocaine. They just liked the smell of it. Um, that song sucks shit. <laughs> the smell of death surrounds you. I never yeah. knew what that word was. I, I always said gas in my head, but I knew that wasn't right. Smell of gas? Okay, weird Al. Somebody had farted in the bar. I don't know. <laughs> farting in the bar. Farting in the bar. Everybody's here and we're farting in the bar. See, that would be more fun. That yeah. song Has is anybody an embarrassment. Heard about the bird, the farting bird is the bird's mm-hmm. word. <laughs> is that what the chicken is? The chicken named after the free bird? Because I can fart like a bird now. No, because they're they're Florida, and then they sort of claimed Alabama with Sweet Home Alabama. So Georgia don't want nothing to do with Leonard Skinnerd. And they claimed Alabama. A lot of people because they because they they Make stick it. it to Neil Young in that song. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, I hope, Mr. hope Neil Young will remember. A Southern man don't want, need him around anyhow. What are they starting to play with Well, because he Neil had Young. a song called Alabama. <laughs> to be fair, Neil Young had a song called Alabama and another one called Southern Man, which are just about like. how stupid those people are? I think it's particularly about George Wallace, right? I mean, it was just like about like, yeah, it was just about like racist Southerners at the time. It was, you but, know. Oh, is, okay, right, right, but this right. Is what right. Ha- this, Leonard Skinner had a thing where Got they it. had they had a giant Confederate flag behind them on stage, and yeah. people were like, "Can you maybe not have the giant Confederate flag?" And they're just like, "You wanted us to not have it, so why we're going to keep doing it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. was their. That's like, a really cool. I feel like that's a cool reaction to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. But also, like them having that flag, I think is a great way to like you know, make that flag not cool. Like it's, it's a, it's just a, it's a, it's a really bad association. Like if I were doing branding for the Confederate flag, I would ask them to take it down. Cause I'd be like, we just, we're trying to actually elevate like our, you know, brand spokespeople. Like if Neil Young was flying the Confederate flag, you might have to think twice. You'd be like, Oh, I'd, I'd think more than twice. I'd say what's going on with Neil Young. And then I'd say, Daryl Hannah, can we have a word? Yeah. I'd, I'd call Daryl. I always, yeah. I always go through Daryl. Mm-hmm. Brett Boehm. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to try to tell you how to do your job, but I just got to say. Yeah. As a producer. Yeah. Land on me. We ain't got no clips yet. What's up with that? No clips. How you got do you the Pop-Tart. Julie you? and I have been sitting How do you here. want us to bury you in our grave? To be fair, you play the Pop-Tart. Our grave clip. place. I got a great thing coming up here for you. This is probably going to be. <laughs> this is how bad my memory is. I literally <laughs> forgot we did the Pop-Tart clip. It doesn't matter. I still have the taste of Pop-Tarts Tom, in my mouth. it doesn't matter. Ooh, that, that is that funny tart. that you have them like in your teeth. <laughs> Can't you taste that tart? 
Wow. That smell is so gross. Yeah. What a gross name for a song. It's so artless. Exactly. Absolutely right. Yeah. They are the musical equivalent of a clogged toilet. So speaking of music, this is I'm hoping this will be part one of uh, of, of of a two part or, or more um, uh, clip because this is I'm, I'm going to tease something and then hopefully there'll be more of this uh, that develops. So an account on um, social media called Consumer Time Capsule that does a lot of like old fast food ads and commercials and things uh, posted this over the break. Uh, they posted this picture and they said, I recently acquired this 1986 McDonald's breakfast radio wow. audio I cassette. Saw this. this is, I'm so excited to hear the, I, I saw this, but I haven't heard any of these I'm songs. tracking they it. He is not, he apparently is in, he said he, he is in touch with somebody who was helping him digitize this cassette and he's going to post it on YouTube. He well, said on January, up. he said January 1st. It's not up there come yet, on, come but on. I get it. I've, I've missed deadlines too. We all not miss me. deadlines. And also there's not really an explanation of what breakfast radio meant. If this was what played during the breakfast hour at McDonald's or if this was meant for like home use you know while you ate your McDonald's breakfast I guess in the in the car maybe you could pop this tape in while you ate your breakfast but we have the song titles we've got uh by the hand breakfast scat uh hands give me five Wait, I'm sorry breakfast what <laughs> breakfast scat I'm sorry. Look, what? it is McDonald's, to be fair. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Excuse me? I mean, I've gotten an Egg McMuffin before, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a bad meal at McDonald's, but what? I don't know. <laughs> uh, biscuit Maker, Biscuits that, Blue. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you, know who, you know who worse. wrote Biscuit Maker? That's about Jimmy, Jimmy Jazz. Jazz. Yeah. That's about Jimmy Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Biscuit Boogie, Sizzlin' Morning, um, uh, one that just says B-I-S, which if you uh, re uh, rearrange the letters is I-B-S, which would make sense. Sure. Um, oh, I got that. I have. I got that from eating at McDonald's. Yeah. And now you know what the song number four, Gimme Five, is about after some of the, <laughs> somebody's like, somebody in this bathroom, Gimme Five. <laughs> <laughs> Give me five more minutes. <laughs> oh, I got breakfast scat going. Give me five. <laughs> I got the biscuit blues. <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making biscuits. Leave me alone. I'm making biscuits. I got the biscuit blues. This breakfast scat. Give me five. <laughs> Someone in there? Come on. Hey, I just I just had a biscuit. I got to get in there. <laughs> McDonald's new policy. We guarantee a toilet for each customer. There's the no way they can ever live up to that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Breakfast scat. Breakfast scat so funny. Then there's some more straightforward ones like uh, 12. Hey, baby, I hear McDonald's calling. <laughs> I got the biscuit blues. And the scrambled egg. I got the, yeah. Wait, McDonald's has the scrambled eggs for the for the meal. Yeah, it's with the pancakes and the sausage. Yeah. 
they don't have scrambled eggs on a biscuit. I mean, you can't just get like scrambled eggs on a biscuit. It's on a McMuffin. It's on an egg. I don't think scramble. They do that uh, like um, that block. Yeah. That circle of eggs. Like the thing that you'd get if you were on a plane where it's like eggs in a shape that was made in a mold or something. Yeah. Something that can be freeze dried and and disc-shaped. Yeah. So they have, um, but that breakfast, that big, what do they call it? The McDonald's breakfast? The combo thing? Big boy breakfast. This is what I do as an adult. I haven't had it in a long time, but I have had it as an adult. I don't eat the meat. That goes to the dog. Put that off to the side. Take, you got the scrambled eggs. You got the, what else you got on there? Pancakes, scrambled eggs. You got that stupid disc of butter uh, that might as well be from Antarctica. It's as frozen as, mm-hmm. uh, that'll be the last thing that global warming takes out is butter. Mm-hmm. Restaurant mm-hmm. butter. You put that between the pancakes, you let it melt for 30 seconds. Then you take that freaking syrup and you pour it all over everything, the eggs, everything. Mm-hmm. I love when the syrup gets on the eggs. That mm-hmm. syrup is is serious business. Yeah. The McDonald's syrup does not say maple syrup. It no. says pancake syrup because yeah. I think that it has a very low maple content. I would say so, too. I think it has a probably trace elements of anything maple in there. From a tree, at any yeah. kind of tree. I think it is mostly like a sugar water compound. Mm-hmm. Yes, like um, a, sludge, a slightly sludgy mm-hmm. sugar water. It's almost like they changed the formula for Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. To become syrup. And then the thing is, right. after you eat that meal, then you're singing the breakfast scat. Somebody in there. Help. You keep saying breakfast scat, and I keep hearing bathroom scat. Yeah. Same thing at McDonald's. A lot of times I take the McDonald's food and just throw it right in the toilet, cut out the middle man. Cut out the middle man. By track 12, we just have new biscuit sandwiches. It feels like they're running out of gas here by the end of this thing. Okay. Um, and then we end with track 13, sizzling news. So, What's the news? Everything you've been eating is made out of people. Yeah. Sizzling Every, news. Everything you just ate. Yeah. Soylent brown. Guess what? I have great news. I have some sizzling yeah. news for you. This is another Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Where you ate the breakfast scat and then you found out it was made out of people you get to the end of the mcdonald this is actually a pretty good idea for a twilight zone a guy buys an album and mm-hmm. he's listening to the album and the album was like gradually telling him something and at the end it's like it tells him something that's like really scary yeah and track by up. track yeah i like that did you write that down brett yeah got it Thanks. but it's not your idea though you can write it down you're just keeping a record for julie wouldn't it be funny it's like the end of the mcdonald's album they're like sizzling news you just ate your family (laughs) sizzling news (laughs) well i got one more uh food related clip for you uh this was sent in by several listeners i'm so mad we don't have those songs to listen to they're not on youtube i not yet i've been checking i've been refreshing this thing every hour he's not posted them yet but I will let you know. Everyone's everyone. Everyone else is waiting for the Epstein list. I'm waiting for these damn McDonald's songs to post on YouTube. So I'm going to keep an eye on that. And then as soon as they uh, are posted, 
we'll we'll we'll, we'll definitely listen to them right here on Double Threat. So so look forward to that on a future episode. But right now, speaking of uh, songs about food, this is a clip of um, uh, an advertisement in the '80s for a local restaurant called Pat's Chili Dogs. And some of Pat, Pat must have pulled some strings because Pat got the band Cinderella to do a commercial for his chili dog restaurant. Now, where is Pat? This is Pat's Chili Dogs. That's a good question. Let me see if it's if the it's Cinderella are from Pennsylvania. Mm. So this is Pittsburgh or Philly local PA. Yeah, local PA chili dog spot. Pat's Chili Dogs. Uh, of course, there's Pat's Steaks is the yes, famous cheesesteak place. But I Pat's but this steak. is a uh, this kind of looks like Pat's Steaks, too. So maybe it's a. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it, Pat uh, branched out. Maybe he tried chili dogs. It would explain how he got how he how he you know had the leverage to get Cinderella on his, Pat, on his commercial. Or like Pat's like these are not this meat is so bad I can't call it a steak. Like make it into chili and hot dogs. By the way, it's my own family. Ha ha! You ate my family. <laughs> that was Cinderella, please. I'll tell you this: I'll take Cinderella over goddamn Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Tom Kiefer. I'm so offended by a Leonard Skinner sensibility. It just runs contrary mm-hmm. to everything I like. Yeah. From Broadway to rock and roll. It's like mm-hmm. everything I hate, they are. Yep. Because it is that thing of like, there's no bigger sin than to be boring. It's true. Oh, the only Except sin that's the, bigger than the, that the is uh, killing murder. and eating your own family. Yeah. Is what? Oh. Murder. Murder. Is a bigger sin than being boring. Hmm. Yeah, well. So here's Cinderella. Let's rock and roll, baby. Wow. It's so it's so spinal tap. Yeah. There's a shot halfway through it where I think Tom Kiefer, the lead singer of Cinderella, is shoving a hot dog in a kid's mouth. Can you find that? Oh shot, no, Brett? really? It was like a quick it's the quickest shot. Would you let him do that to Sandy? Would you let him do that to Sandy? Oh, uh, with supervision, absolutely. Yeah. There we go. That Robert Altman is clearly running Pat's dogs. <laughs> Why the shots are loosey goosey? That one there. Oh, uh, that's cute. You'd let Sandy. No, I'm saying have that, that looks happen like Robert Altman poking his head through. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd let I'd let wait, Sandy wait. get a get a chili dog shoved in his mouth by a lead singer of pretty could, much any hair metal band. I think. Could cool. you zoom into Robert Altman's hat? Because it looks sure. like a Daniel Johnston drawing on his hat. Uh, uh, <laughs> mm. oh, we're gonna lose resolution here, but let me see. Let's see. I'm losing. I already lost my resolution. <laughs> yeah. To be less of a jackass. <laughs> yeah. On the microphone and not eat two shortbread cookies directly into it. Doesn't that look? It like- looks like the alien. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's cool. I'd That's eat there. Cool. Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm sick from eating at Pat's Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's Dogs. 
They're good for you. Wait, what is the lyric? It was hard to make out. Oh, was... I certainly hope it's not they're good for you. <laughs> I mean, then there's a lawsuit brewing. You think there'll be the Better Business Bureau involved? Pets, dogs, they're good for you. We should work at the Better Business Bureau. Could you imagine? I remember like, when I worked. At what point do they you yes. call them? At what point do you yeah. call them? When I worked at a store. Yeah. When I worked at a store, and then people go like. Well, I'm going to speak to the Better Business Bureau. It's really? Like, it's like, go for it. What does it mean? You're going to be on a, a a sheet of paper, your your business is written down? You know, you should have had them on speed dial and just handed them the phone. Yeah, tell them. Yeah. And have me be on the other line going, <laughs> Better Business it's Bureau. It's me, Better Business Betty. Yeah. <laughs> How can I better your but your biscuits? And they'll be like, is this a porno? And I'll be like, maybe. The first job I had when I moved to Los Angeles, the company had an F from the Better Business Bureau. And one of my <laughs> one of my jobs they gave me was yes. to try to was to try to figure out why we had an F and to try to Butter improve the up. grade. Mm-hmm. I could oh not get God. to the bottom of it. That place is like Fort Knox trying to figure out how we it works, it. how who's working there, what the grades are based on. Mm-hmm. Brett, please book someone from the Better Business Bureau on on the yes. show. We want to ask them yeah, about we're yeah. not their their work. I wonder what Forever Dog's grade is with the Better Business Bureau. Maybe maybe that can be part of the conversation. I'd love to yeah. get a plus from the Better Business Bureau. Slap that thing on the front door. You let know, people we, know. Yeah, sure. You know what we should also do? Why don't we just open the Best Business Bureau? Mm-hmm. We'll run them out and we'll give them yeah. a low rating. We'll give the yeah, Better yeah. Business Bureau a low rating. For business bureaus. Mm-hmm. We'll target them. Yeah, they're better. We're the best. Are they a government agency or are they an independent just I don't think it's, it's that, just a, it's just a. My gut is independent that pretends yeah. to be a Well, then government. who the hell do they think they are? But who that, are they to exactly, say? Yeah. To see. say anything. Yeah, they're they're a not the board of orga- health. Non-profit organization. Oh, non-profit. Kiss my patoot. What are they, like, consumer reports? A private bunch non-profit of organization. Boy, those nerds. Those nerds come to work every day with their lab coats, and they're like, I've deduced that this chocolate syrup is the tastiest for your value dollar. Better business. People. They are not affiliated with any governmental agency. They sure pretend like they are, though. Yeah. They sure pretend like they are is right. I don't like it's it. It's like if I walked around with a fake badge and you just yeah. and, I, and I pretended to be a cop. Yeah. It's like my federal bikini inspector badge. Well, this is interesting. The it looks like it came out of like a court case called United States versus 40 barrels and 20 kegs of Coca-Cola. What the hell is this? Well, that's that's that was an average night for you growing up in Georgia, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. We drink it. It's in it's in the comes out of the pipes. Just turn that mm-hmm. faucet on. Ugh, just sitting on this table in here is a half-eaten candy cane that I keep staring <laughs> Why? at. Someone, What's going on? Someone left it here. It's been here for... That's unacceptable. This is yeah. the time of year where all Christmas stuff is completely perverse. Yeah. Oh, wow. This court case, they tried to force Coca-Cola to take the caffeine out of their product. What what's going on? I Who gotta sued look them? into this. I got I don't know. I got the Better is... Business Bureau sued Coca Cola. No, I think the Better Business Bureau like came out of this court case. Like it was a result of it. Like they're like, oh, we gotta start regulating these companies. But who sued Coca Cola? That's a great question. This is this, this. There's volumes of of documents I gotta go through. That to you figure have to out. go through. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll get to the bottom of this. Cool. 
So uh, stay tuned for a a, a rundown, Ooh, yeah. a great sort of docu series. Great, great use of your, if uh, you will. Time. He needs something to do on the United Tom. States he, versus forty barrels and twenty kegs yeah. of Coca Cola. This is Brett. This is Brett's uh, King of Kong. He's heading into Steve Weeby territory. You now. try to force Coca Cola to take the caffeine out. That don't. If you take the caffeine like out, I will tell you this from someone who's drunk caffeine free Diet Coke mm-hmm. or di- caffeine free Coca Cola. They're you know, growing up, it doesn't have the same yeah-cha-cha-cha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need that little zip. There's something flatter. There's something brassier. There's just something missing. Oh, the head of the the head of the U.S. Uh, Department of Agriculture, uh, Harvey Washington Wiley, he was worried that Coca-Cola was being consumed by children as young as four years old. Mind your own business. Who gives a Who shit? Let these four-year-olds drink Coca-Cola. Yeah. Please, you know what's in the, the yeah uh, fix global warming yeah. doofus. This is what's going on over. This is what Brett's saying. What he's got going on at his house, Daddy. I made you a hot Dr Pepper. Right, he's got Sandy at the stove. This is what this is what Brett's doing. When when Sandy was a baby, he got a bottle full with that that lemonade from Pantera bread. From Pantera bread. Yeah, and he's like, hey, Sandy, come over here. You need some energy. You're really lagging. Yeah. What is that lemonade? I want to. It's the kill you lemonade, and I want some. Pantera for Panera. Mix it with some vodka, then it'll. What is it? I don't know. I mean, speaking of the Cinderella for the hot dogs, what about Pantera for Panera bread? I don't know why they didn't think of that. That's a great idea. I guess Dimebag Daryl's not around anymore, but. I don't think I've ever had an energy drink. Does that age me? Does that show my age more than anything else? Probably. I've had a Red Bull. I've sipped on a Red Bull. you've had an energy drink. But that, but, but there's so, but I've never had like Monster and what's the one with the Lizard on it? Oh, that was, oh, what was that? And then the the like lemonade comes out, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" Thing? I'm Monster. I feel so old that I'm not like hip to the energy drink thing. Sobe, Sobe was back the when I was a kid. Back when I was a child, mm-hmm. if you wanted to stay awake, what you did is you had a cup of coffee. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely, thank you. Oh, this guy Harvey Washington Wiley, he ordered the seizure of forty barrels and twenty kegs of a Coca Cola shit. Oh, I thought you were saying he ordered a seizure. This guy's seasoned Coca-Cola Like it's uh, You know What is this The Untouchables Is he gonna have a giant axe Smashing Coke barrels Right Robert De Niro Like bops him on the head With a bat And then they take the sound effects out Because they want to get an R rating So it's like Boink 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 Why you Okay, and then this gave, gave him the, the concept of the Better Business Bureau was inspired by gave this court case. Who the concept? The one who didn't want any caffeine in the Yes, Yeah, the maybe, maybe he left the government so and the started the BBB. The Better Business Bureau was built on the back of these whiny babies yeah, who didn't Coke think shipments. kids should have any soda pop. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah, like Brett said, mind your own business. Mind your own business. Yeah. Let well, these kids drink Coke. Exactly. Also, you know what? If you don't want them to drink Coke, give them a glass of water. What the hell's wrong exactly. with you? Yeah. Yeah. Or give them some fucking juice. Yeah, give them a white it's not. It's not like mandatory <laughs> you feed your kid Coca-Cola. How about that? Just do half juice, half white claw. Right? So white claw is not what? The... That's the alcoholic seltzer? Yeah. Barely. 4%. Yeah. What are you f- preparing it to moonshine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
Dukes of but that's not energy. Here. That's not an energy drink. Got the Dukes of Hazard up in here. White Claw's not. White Claw's a hard seltzer. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. Since Four Loco left the Marco mm-hmm. in its purest original form. Well, that's my question. Did they? Is it? You can't do something that has like caffeine. Like you can't do something that's an energy drink and alcohol. They still sneak it in. Cel- Celsius. They do. Celsius is sneaking it in. Well, actually, I don't know if Celsius is alcohol though, but it is like high caffeine uh, energy drink. Because because four loco the four the four elements of four loco were what caffeine caffeine alcohol, alcohol taurine. Yeah, the Red Bull. The uh, Red Bull ingredient. And what was the fourth one? What does taurine do? What does taurine do? I'm not sure. Anything? Is it a stimulant? If it's in Red Bull. And follow-up question, may I have some? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this just says one one can of the original Four Loco was supposedly the equivalent of four to six beers, one espresso shot, and one Red Bull. It's just caffeine that makes these energy drinks energy, right? Or they do they have some other kind of like upper? That it is just freaking caffeine. It's, and I'm it's saying, just watch caffeine. out for the okay. Celsius got company because they're got trying it, to it, pretend it. like they're getting big spot. They're getting big uh, brand sponsorships and big uh, celebrity spokespeople. You watch out for that Celsius. Don't let your kids drink Celsius. No, don't let your Mama. Kids don't drink let your Celsius. babies grow up to be Celsius yeah. drinkers. I think it's a really good idea for us to start a graveyard. I think it's an And to call idea. it that specifically. Yeah, the celebrity graveyard. Yeah, and to ask everyone we meet going for and circle back on old guests too. Mm-hmm. I think this could become a, a signature question. You know, like how shows at the yeah. end of an interview, they have a mm-hmm. signature question. Like, to like to, who is it? Mm-hmm. James on the inside the actor's James studio. James Lipton. Yeah, he yeah. has questions. Like, what's your favorite dirty word? That's all that stuff. I think right. our signature final question for our guest could be something like, like, have you made burial arrangements? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, do you want to be buried? And then you lead you into exactly if they have in our graveyard. Help you with yeah, that. there you go. Because here's yeah. the thing. It could be a great scam because they pay in advance. And then when they're dead, they'll never know. They don't know. Yeah. Not and that gives us know. plenty of time to either find a graveyard or not. Yeah. People are going to wonder they're going to find Butch Patrick on the overpass. Because we, we couldn't make it happen. <laughs> I think, Brett, you should start looking for vacant Yeah, this is great. Lots. This is great. This yeah, is great. We need to start a double threat celebrity cemetery. Yeah, Hollywood Forever is getting pretty yeah. packed at this point. Yeah. There needs to be a new one. I'll oh, start that's looking. that's interesting. I'll start looking. What if Hollywood we, Forever Dog? What if we oh. Hollywood Forever Dog? There it is. The legends of showbiz. What if we call it like something that sounds so like prestigious, like like te- like, like stars only? Yeah, star the the, the cele- A-list. stars a the a list celebrities graveyard. only graveyard. Yeah, and we make it seem like it's just like we determine that you make the cut, <laughs> that you made the cut here. Yeah, like we're going to say, have you, right. So at the end of every interview is like, have you made plans for your burial? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Like, wh- are you, in- we could say, are you interested in being buried in our graveyard? And then hear what they say. And yeah. then we could say, well, you know what? We'll get back to you. We're- we need yeah. to discuss in turn. So we make it seem like we are the ones with oh, the yeah, powers. Yeah. He's like, we'll we- get back to you. We got to run it up the, we got to run it up the flagpole 
uh, we're into it, but we have to discuss it with this is what we'd all say. We'd say we have to discuss it with our other clients because they have approval of who they are being buried near and they are a list big deal celebrities. Mm. Yeah. And we do certain moves that make it seem like we're implying like, like you're saying that to them and I go, hold on, I got to take a call. I'm like, yeah, uh, Tom Hanks. What do you want? Tom Hanks. You want to talk more about the burial arrangements? Like they, they hear that. And then, but we never said Tom Hanks is uh, any, a part of this at all. They heard me take a call from Tom Hanks. And then if anybody's, I thought Tom Hanks was part of this. What are you talking about? No one said that. (laughs) Yeah. No no one one said said that. that. Tom Hanks. We have it all on tape. We go, Brett, play the Zoom. And Brett is wearing like a prisoner's outfit and his hands are in handcuffs. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's the only one that took the fall. Yeah. When they realized that we, that like we did not buy a lot of land because he comes back to us with a, he's like, I found this lot. It's like $100,000. We're like, are you insane? Yeah. No way. But we're going to be like. It's the producers. We're we gonna basically ha- are like, yeah, we've got a lot. We need your money to invest. You know what's going to so happen to us? If we take their us? money, yeah. then we'll buy the property. That's what we say to ourselves. We'll get we're the money gonna first. End up, we're going to end up with about 10 dead celebrities that we're just keeping in a freezer until we get this property secured. And then we open a wax museum. Yes. To just kind of like help pay for the. Also, I don't think these are celebrities, Tom. I think I think we just get yeah. like really, really lonely people that yeah. are very easily persuaded yeah. and gullible. We just and think they're yeah. going to be buried next to Tom Hanks, which is fine because I will take anyone's money. And then we just sell them to the bodies exhibit. I was going to say who else could use. Somebody's there and like, is that Bruce Dern? Oh my God, that would be amazing. If we get Bruce Dern, that's the that's the other thing about this. It's like we're agents. It's like if we sign Bruce Dern, yeah. that means we can get, you know, uh, 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 uh Lauren Hutton. If well, we get exactly. Lauren Hutton, then get we Candy can get Bergen. Ellen George Bargain. Hamilton. We can get George Hamilton. If we get George Hamilton, yeah. All the girls will follow because they all mm. want to be buried next to George Hamilton. Exactly. Then it's just off to the races. <laughs> meanwhile, <then> meanwhile, <laughs> we got a meat locker. The reality is we got a meat locker that we're renting out telling this restaurant to just like, <laughs> don't go in that corner. That's what we don't pay look, you. We don't pay look you in to the not burla- poke we around. We get these like, burlap sacks. <laughs> these like these bags that were just like, don't look at them. Do not touch those bags i think can i add one idea what, one little what, tweak to this what's in there ice cream <laughs> what's your tweak well to make some money in the meantime because there does seem to be a sort of like transitional phase where the cash flow is going to be an issue in the meantime you know you go to hollywood forever cemetery and they're doing sc- movie screenings and they're doing yeah. concerts and all that stuff what if at the at the head of the cemetery, the very front of the cemetery, we open up a, a chili dog stand in mm-hmm. the cemetery, mm-hmm. and we and but we like really it's commit. Going to be too tempting. Best chili here's, dogs in the. But here's in the, the problem, LA. Brett. We're going to be too tempted to grind up the bodies and make them into chili. Well, I, I don't I mean, want yeah. that temptation feels like in a front natural... of me. It's a Sweeney Todd kind of situation, and I don't want to be tempted 
You know what I mean? Because I don't want to do mm-hmm. it. I can already see this article, though, in like the LA Times where it's like, you may but not think the best chili dogs would be you in a cemetery. Can we? Here's the thing. You mentioned ice cream. I can't keep ice cream in the house. So I say, okay, if I keep it in the house, I'm going to eat the whole quart. Same uh, thing with this. If, yeah. I, if there's chili dogs and I have a frozen, like, yeah. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan's. Who died like very suddenly? We felt no pain, but for whatever reason, mm-hmm. he's in our freezer. Well, that doesn't hurt I anybody. I cannot be faced with the temptation with that. Well, go for, I don't go want for to, it. I don't want to make people eat him. But you put it like because all you need is a gravestone that says Pierce Brosnan. There, there ain't no grave diggers coming to I check if he's really under to there. Resort to yeah. that. That's just all I'm saying exactly. is like that's where I would like to draw the line. But if he's there and the chili equipment is, I can't trust myself. Yeah, I don't know that Clint Howard's hand isn't going to end up in that chili. <laughs> I will also I say though, I can't resist. I do like the 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 pyramid scheme of it because, yeah, right, like I right? said, if we tell women, "Here's Brazen's mm-hmm. signed on," yeah, he's agreed. We show pictures mm-hmm. of the plot. Brett, draw some pictures. You got yeah. it. You got it. And then yeah. we say, who wants to be buried next to him? And then we say, like the producers, everybody, we say yes to everyone. Oh, yeah. Everyone thinks they're the famous person. They can't They can't all be buried next to him. Yeah. But they don't know that. They don't know that. Everybody thinks they're the, the one, the exclusive one. Yeah. Meanwhile, just don't poke around the corner of that Arby's uh, freezer. Yeah, we got the meat and Clint Howard. I don't know. I think this is a really good idea. Yeah. Brings up a bigger question about graveyards in general. How do we really know all those people are down there? This could be this could be going on right right now. This scheme mm-hmm. could be. You could don't know be. if all right. those bodies are down there. Nope. Could be. I could put a sign in the ground right now that, you know, says somebody's buried <laughs> under this studio. The whole thing I'm worried about with this is, and I'm I'm as guilty of this as anybody. I'm going to just feel the temptation. I'm going to be talking to somebody, hitting it off, having a great time. I'm going to just be like, so you want to see Clint Howard's body? <laughs> That's the problem, too. I'm going to be tempted. I'm going to be That's like, I can show I you Clint like- Howard's body. And also, you know, we keep going back to this freezer situation. Like, who owns the freezer? That yeah, makes a, me worried. I don't want to involve other. I don't trust anyone else. Mm-hmm. This is a you know we do <laughs> highly then? illegal scheme. We go get that place that was making the uh, the mold uh, uh, jelly. Uh huh. Was that place? Wait, what yeah, was that the was mold a, jelly? That dessert place. <laughs> The place where they were just like, yeah, there's mold all over the jelly. I don't remember that one. Oh, the one in, in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. We well, got it had that like place. a name like animal or something. Yeah. yeah maybe we don't drag. I mean, I got to I got to look, I'll say this. I got a freezer in my garage. that can probably okay. fit about four bodies. That'll get us right. started. Okay. That'll four is enough. Yeah. Four is hey, enough. That's the that's. um. Mm-hmm. OK, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> OK, go. OK, gone. <laughs> See? Uh, yeah. Now I think now here's my next idea. This is, if yeah. we skew younger, mm-hmm. if we sort of go more Jacob Alordi. Yeah. And now we're talking. a little bit less Clint Eastwood. He's tall though. Is there a shorter hot guy? Because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to my fit him in is, the freezer. 
it'll probably be a longer time before that guy oh, right, kicks right, the right, bucket. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. we get his money now and we don't need to worry about the freezer we, for we a while. We make interest on the money and we get. That's to do- what I. Yeah. So, so that and what does that mean? Oh, I don't know. Just that we've got to be a lot cooler about things. We got to appeal yeah. to young people. We have to have to have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. We have to say this is the this is I don't know what the word mm-hmm. is. This these are this is the cemetery for people with riz. We can yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and then <laughs> it's just about making sure that all the coolest celebrities. Well, they're all are gonna be cool because they're, they're attracted. That they're they're like wow I really like to be hanging out with what about and they're the all going to be hanging out too in our meat locker they're going to be cool and hanging out I'm just worried about Sandy walking in and would dress like he took Tommy Chong's uh, glasses Daddy I found some glasses in the in the freezer Meanwhile I'm like Leatherface hanging up dead celebrities on uh, meat hooks uh, he, he already get out of here Sandy Sandy he get out well, if we are appealing to Hollywood types, there's another play here. If we ever are running short on bodies, we could tell them it's like a cryogenics thing to get them in the freezer. They're alive when they go in the freezer. They think it's a cryogenics thing. It's not. They just die in the freezer. You're telling me. Well, this is a horror movie now. It's a murder. You're a murderer. Pushing people you're going to live forever. Walt Disney did it. You'll we'll bring you oh back. My God, at, you you're know, just pushing. You're going to push poor Florence Hugh into a freezer and yeah. close the door and then go to work? That's yeah. murder. Yeah. I'm just interested in taking people's money. More like Sweeney Brett. <laughs> Here's an idea about the whether or not they're in the grave thing that Brett brought up a moment ago. I've been thinking about yeah, it. This is going to haunt me. We can have Brett say, I'm a grave robber, and I personally That's will good. guarantee that yeah. everybody is in the, the yeah. hole. But you got to have a Cockney I'd, accent. That's up to him. I don't care either way. Look, I'm a grave robber. I know I got it. Every night, I, you could say, I'm also one of those. <laughs> what's it called when you have sex with dead people? What's it called? Uh, oh, that'd be necrophilia. Yeah. <laughs> My neck. My back. Oh, you know what we could do is, is you know, the end of like Catch Me If You Can when like the, the con man goes to work for the FBI. Yeah. I could say I was uh-huh. a former grave robber, but now I've yes, gone to yes, work for the grave yeah, industry. Yeah, I'm working reform. for the good guys yes, now. But I'll go down reformed. and I'll verify that everybody is down there. I will vouch that there yeah. is a celebrity in each one of these graves. Yeah. Yeah. And I will have sex with them. <laughs> if you want me to. But what Brett should be like, and I guarantee he should just say like. I guarantee there's a celebrity each one thing. And my other promise to you is never, ever do I have any relations with any of the people. And he just says it a few times too many to where people are like, this guy's hitting out a little too hard. And again, the other thing you need to not worry about, he almost like he like stumbles. The other thing you need to worry, not worry about. I, unlike other grave robbers, have no interest in sex with your <laughs> with your beloved uh, your celebrities, yeah. And also, I insist. There's the the Brett Bowen promise. I am in no way ever taking their bodies out and shooting <laughs> movies with them in my own. I also only refer to sex as porkin in this. Uh... Oh god! <laughs> oh god! There we go. There's another strike because yeah. Brett's doing that or insinuating that he's yeah. doing that. There's another fucking actor strike Fran Drescher's like, are you kidding? And then we're like, Fran, Fran, Fran. We're like, have you thought about your bear? 
Mm-hmm. Have you thought about where you're going to be buried? She's like, yeah, I have a plot. I'm like, well, I have a better plot. Mm-hmm. Get it? <laughs> well, that's a great idea. I think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think it also... We can also say things that we can't afford. We're just like, headstones are so ostentatious. Like, who needs them? You know, coffins are so wasteful environmentally. We can just get rid of all of the things that would cost us money and and convince people that they really don't want them. Mm -hmm. Priests, uh, you know, religious figures, like, come on, let uh, really today still. No, 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 no. Priest here to do this. No, you can choose between. To the people that will give a talk. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like either me, Tom, or our clown characters, like <laughs> wacky and tacky. Yeah, that's who does. It can be either us as us or us and our clown characters. Yeah. Yep. I'll show you some pictures uh, for inspiration of the cemetery in Terlingua. There's a very loosely assembled cemetery down there that was, I think, when all the miners started dying from mercury poisoning. Mm -hmm. But there's no gravestones. It's just signs stuck in the dirt. This is a couple rocks on top of the. There's a few of them where I'm like, I think you can see down in. I think that might be the body. They won't know. They're all a bunch of bones anyway. Why don't we just double up? We'll just say your celebrity friend will be in a better place. Terlingua. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have have Brett schlep them down to the. This is a great idea. Great idea. Dig yeah. up the friggin' place he already knows about yep. and put ours, just smush them on top because by then they're probably already either they're still skeletons. Yeah. If anything, they're either skeletons or dust. And I'm telling you, one really big tourist attraction in Terlingua, that thing becomes the next hotspot. That becomes the next big vacation destination. Mm-hmm. All it needs I is really one, like just the the, right at the tipping yeah. point. One big, one big tourist trap. Yeah, and then um, Brett, I think this is an opportunity. This is a great opportunity. And I'm, I feel like we can really, once we get this thing rolling, the thing that puts it over the top is that Brett does the world premiere of the movie he's been shooting with all the corpses. <laughs> and like the poster would be like Bruce Dern, Clint, like, oh, like, wow, this is like, look at all the famous people in this movie and they're all uh-huh. dead. I would need some gimmick like, uh, what's that horror movie where you can't make any noise? Like the quiet, the quiet. A quiet place. The quiet place. I would need some mad. gimmick they could, yeah, just so they, they could, could be, be dead and, be, and still be in the movie. You know, <laughs> it could be horribly offensive that you're like <laughs> you're in it and you play a guy that makes real dolls that are like mm-hmm. that look like celebrities <laughs> and you sell them so people are having sex with real dolls that look like celebrities. <laughs> you're not even sued. You're just killed by yeah. the families. Yeah. <laughs> I will say though. Going to an already existing graveyard and putting the body on top of the one. Yeah. I call it bunk bedding. And I think it's a really <laughs> smart idea. Bunk bedding, yeah. Yeah. Top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, okay. You call top bunk? <laughs> yeah. <Get on laughs> You're schlepping F. Murray Abraham down yeah. to the. Get on in there, F. Murray Abraham. Now you're D Murray. No one will. Bo- no one will bother you right. doing in the middle of the night. He's like, oh, the guy's. Di-. He's like, oh, that's that grave digger. He's just digging up the people that are there to have sex with them. It's yeah. fine. Hey, isn't that the guy from White Lotus? It's a good idea. I think there's only like one or two details left. Like any business, like any small yeah. business venture. And we'll sort those out. We'll sort those out. 
But I do think that the Terlingua of it all like solves a lot of problems, like in terms of space mm -hmm. and yep, yep, you know, yeah. real estate and all that stuff. Absolutely, we're in great shape with this. Can't um, wait. how much do we charge? Like a million dollars a year? I would say don't post prices and then each case no, by no, case we, just we see would discuss what you... it. That's what I'm saying. Is like when Tom and I are like, we'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then we just then we do research on the person try exactly. to figure out how much right, money right, they right. Case okay. by have. case, just milk them for yeah. all they got. Got it, got it, got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we're in great shape for twenty twenty four with this. Yep. Finally, it's about time. Yeah. About time for that money train to roll into town. I've got a couple little announcements here, too. Oh, somebody's yeah. got a couple announcements. Oh, do I? Uh, so this is so we are back at it. Double Third is back for another big year, 2024. Of course, the Patreon is the best way to support the show and not just support the show, but get a lot of fun stuff in return. That is where you get the complete Double Third experience, including video episodes of the show. Mm -hmm. Everything is ad free. You get a bonus clip every Friday. Um, you get uh, every month you get a, a live stream with Tom and Julie. These are so fun. This month's live stream, it's always the last Wednesday of the month. Uh, in, in this case, it's the last day of the month. Wednesday, January 31st will be the first Patreon live stream mm -hmm. uh, this month or this year. And then um, on the 17th, Wednesday the 17th, is the Watch Along Wednesday I do every month. Uh, we'll see what movie that's going to be. We'll have a fun movie to watch together. Uh, the Patreon is truly where the magic happens for Double Threat fans. So don't miss out on that. Support us over there at patreon.com slash double threat pod. Um, and I also wanted to shout out uh, uh, a friend of the show, supporter of the show, Trixie Mercury, someone who yes. has made uh, made like in just incredible stuff for us over the years, including the Mr. Mr. Baldwin Vadir video. Most recently put um, Cookie Puss's face on Piss Christ and blended it so perfectly. It was like it, it you could have thought it was the real thing. Um, that just does incredible work. Um, Trixie is um, had some 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 shitty stuff happen with like housing and stuff. And so is is just in, in need of some some sort of uh, support in a, in a transitional phase in her life and could use your help if you if you can. And so uh, she set up a GoFundMe. I'm going to put that link in the uh, show notes. And if you have the resources and can help out a, a double threat fan and a, and a mm -hmm. supporter of the show, uh, click on that link and, and, um, and help Trixie out. And, uh, cause she's helped this show out uh, a, a lot of times in the past. Um, so th th those are, those are all my announcements and also okay. check the links in the, in the show notes for uh, the social media accounts. Follow us on there. We do a lot of fun stuff on there. In addition to show clips, we just post other fun stuff on there that, mm. that doesn't end up on the show. Um, and, uh, and just, yeah, yeah. Make us a part of your life this year. Cause it's going to be a great year for double threat. Yeah. And, uh, we're so excited about everything and, and we've been ready to jump back into it. And here we go for 2024. It's going to be a well, fun one. See you next week. And thank you for subscribing to the Patreon and thank you for listening and, um, happy new year. Happy new year. Bye. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.